So Jasmine, you know the drill, right? Yes, Can you I'm read on it. Mark 15, 42 through 47? Yes. Now when evening had come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, coming and taking courage, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate marveled that he was already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him if he had been dead for some time. So when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. Then he brought, bought fine linen, took him down, and wrapped him in the linen, and he laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of the rock and rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. And Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, observed where he was laid. You know, I am surprised because I know you speak Spanish. Were you tempted to say Jose? Jose, yeah, oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I could have, huh? Yeah. yeah. And no one would have been the way they said Yeah, Joseph. I know, they'd be like, wow, she knows the Hebrew. Yeah, yes. It would have gone, yeah. It would be, actually in Hebrew, it's Jose. Jose. It would be Jose. like, because it's Eliha and Eli. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and Eli Hebrew Shasha. lesson today. Yeah. Great. Yeah, well, that's because. Fun he, fact. Yes. You okay, know, so. I've been memorizing Psalm 119, the alphabet. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, Hebrew. the Hebrew alphabet. Brian goes, is that the right pronunciation as I've been doing it? I'm like, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I need to listen <laughs> to Sounds it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's summarize the interaction between Pilate and Joseph. Mm. Can we just say that right now, like, I love Joseph, don't you? Mm -hmm. Because so cool. he's so dedicated to Jesus yes. and what he's willing to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's it's it's brave. Mm. It's so brave to go against the Sanhedrin. Mm -hmm. So brave. Mm -hmm. And he was part of the Sanhedrin. Right. So brave to go before Pilate because Pilate had no affection for the Jews. Mm -hmm. And this was not something he enjoyed doing. And mm -hmm. he was there just to keep the peace yeah. on the Passover. <laughs> keep the peace on the Passover. And so he's, um, it's very brave right. of Joseph to go there. And then it's very, very brave of Joseph to ask for somebody who's been condemned as a criminal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. to ask for the body of a condemned criminal because that could, that could result in his own crucifixion if that didn't go right with Pilate well, because one, it's the association. Go ahead. When somebody was crucified, they lost all rights. So if they had been um, condemned mm -hmm. to die by crucifixion, they lost their right to burial. So usually the criminal would have been left on the cross to just be eaten by birds and animals. Or they would have been thrown into a common grave. Mm -hmm. Especially because this is before the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. So the Jews had a thing that no criminal was allowed to be uh, stay on a cross. That was a right, compromise right, right. they made uh -huh. with Rome. That no criminal on a high holy day or on a um, Sabbath was allowed to rot on a, on a cross. Mm -hmm. But they would be taken down and thrown into a common grave because, again, no right. They didn't mm -hmm. want the relatives to find. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want uh, maybe an insurrectionist, Rome didn't, to be held as a hero. Mm -hmm. for their, their grave to become a monument or a testimony, like because he died for the cause, mm. we're going to uh. surround this. So it was really important that criminals had an unmarked, unknown mm. grave. Interesting, yeah. Very that important. Sense. That makes sense. And so this, what he is doing, is so incredibly mm. brave. But what it shows is his dedication to uh -huh. Jesus. And again, he's going to be uh, he's going to be associating with a corpse 
Mm-hmm. He's not associating. It would be different if Jesus was alive, and you felt like there's power in this. Or go ahead. No, that was my. That was what yeah. I thought was so interesting that he and Nicodemus, according to John 19, that's that, right. You know, they came in after Jesus is dead, and they decided right. to identify with him. I'm like, wow, that's really yes. remarkable. Right. Because most, well, look where the disciples were. They were gone, hiding somewhere, and mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. just so to, at that point to come, it's really unusual. It's it like, has. Wow, it, that's just yeah. the Lord working. Obviously. It offers no. Yeah, what benefit would that be to them? Mm -hmm. You know, and then it was like the centurion where it was like after he was crucified, he realized truly this is the Son of God. Very remarkable. Mm -hmm. And to make such a sacrifice, you know, Nicodemus brought like a hundred pounds of spices. Joseph is using his own grave. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, this is a sacrifice. This wasn't just like, well, I guess we have this leftover stuff we'll use on Jesus. They made a point of going to buy linen, going and yeah. And and again too, I I was thinking back to the centurion. Perhaps it was that maybe Joseph and Nicodemus were fully convinced when the mm. curtain mm-hmm. in the temple that was ripped it. from mm-hmm. top to bottom. Maybe that was like, okay, in the darkness. Maybe they this was like, oh my goodness. Right. You know? And do you think they knew that they were fulfilling Isaiah 53, that he will be with the rich in his death? I don't I think wonder, so. you think they would have? Yeah, it's amazing because mm. that's like, I they were fulfilling think so, prophecy. But, I, but like you said, I had read 75 pounds of spices, but whatever, oh, well, whether what, it was 75 yeah, or 100 was. pounds, that was yes. very expensive. Yeah. And to wrap the body as they did was only done for the very, very wealthy. Mm. Only Mm. for the very, very wealthy. And a tomb Mm -hmm. was only for the very, very wealthy. A tomb. Mm -hmm. But this was a new tomb Mm. that was hewn. Mm -hmm. And so in Israel, have you been to those tombs? Yes. So what you know is like a tomb would have one chamber. And then as each the family member grew, they would... Uh, like an add-on, hew out yeah. tombs, you know. Mm-hmm. But this says it was a new tomb, which is mm-hmm. interesting because Gordon's Calvary only has the first. Uh, Gordon's tomb only has the first mm-hmm. chamber, uh-huh. and that signifies that it was a new tomb. Interesting. I thought one, I don't know if it was in scripture or a commentator was calling it a borrowed tomb. And I I thought, I love that phrase Mm. because only Jesus could have a borrowed tomb. Totally. Because he is going to rise again. He's not a permanent resident. this long. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. I just need it for a few days. And what would usually happen though with a tomb though is that the body was allowed to decay in the tomb, you know, wrapped with the spices Mm. to keep it from um, the the stench. Mm-hmm. And that's why the women were going to put even more spices to mm-hmm. keep it from the stench. Mm. It wasn't a mummification process. It was just to keep from the smell. Because what they did is they, uh, the Jews would wait for the flesh to be, um, so to speak, to rot mm-hmm. and to be gone. And then they would collect the bones and the bones were then placed in a ossuary or yeah, a, yeah. a large jar. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because they found in Israel two jars. One jar they found uh, had the inscription um, buried near the place of, um, or you know, entombed or whatever, near the place of the Lord's resurrection. Mm-hmm. And another one um, they found is they believe was is the ossuary of Caiaphas, mm. who is mentioned in this, and it has it's it's Very a interesting. high priest and yeah. it's got yeah. the inscriptions and everything. So that both of those are just yeah phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Validating. Yeah. Also, I have to say this too, and um, it's kind of a retroactive. But they have found, uh, they have found a crucified victim. They found, uh, in their digging, they found a, the bones of someone who was crucified that were still preserved. Hmm. And it, they still had this spike going through. Oh, oh gosh. And then the other spikes, that somehow the spikes had been preserved. 
Ooh, Isn't that amazing. crazy? And that's but that in, shows, yeah, it just validates Israel, yes. everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was something that was done. Mm-hmm. Well, my greatest takeaway, mm-hmm. I think, was just looking at Joseph's act of love. Yes. And it reminded me of Mary pouring yeah. out that costly oil, mm-hmm. that it was just that beautiful gift that you give to your Messiah, your Lord, and pouring it out. I love that. Any uh, other my, takeaways? No, that was, mine was uh, just kind of going, actually, it goes back to when Jesus said to, about Mary, she did what she could. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, because I that's know, what I these that guys did. Yeah, and yes. it's like, you know, nobody else, because we focus a lot on the 12 disciples, Jesus had all these other very faithful people, and I love that these guys are highlighted here. It's like, they all did what they could. Exactly. The disciples didn't have the resources to bury Jesus in a tomb and, you know, to fulfill that prophecy in Isaiah, another person was needed to do that, and Joseph comes along, and he's that, that disciple so that... I was love, able to do that. I it's love, so cool. Like you, you keep bringing up that scripture. That's one of your favorites. That mm-hmm. where David says, "I will not give the Lord anything yes. that costs me yes. nothing." And mm-hmm. this was so costly for mm-hmm. Joseph. Yes, this was absolutely costly. This would probably result because remember in John chapter nine, it's that um, the chief priests had already decided that anyone who associated with Jesus would be. Um, Disassociated and mm-hmm. ostracized yeah. Yeah. from, or, you know, you say excommunicated, excommunicated, kinda. all yeah. of that from the synagogue. Mm-hmm. So, how much more Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, as we learn mm-hmm. in John, right. would have been um, dis, um, disassociated? Yeah. They would have been yeah. removed. Mm-hmm. They would have been canceled. Canceled, yeah. Canceled culture would have been canceled culture. But and yeah. that just, but that just shows too, like uh, that. I mean, I guess to apply to us, we all have Mm -hmm. a unique gift. We all have something we can do. And it's different. Again, Mm -hmm. like they couldn't, you know, Joseph wasn't one of the 12 who would go out and, you know, maybe be a church planter like that. We don't know what he did, but... You know, mm-hmm. he had his role to play that was so important, like you were saying. Yeah, he was so. used to fulfill prophecy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And again, I, I think it's interesting that Pilate's like, what? He's already dead? I mean, I've been mm-hmm. nine that hours or seven too. hours, but it wasn't um, that long, I guess. crucifixion victims could, you, could, um, could live for th- up to three days on the cross. That's so disturbing. Horrible. But here's the thing I think is that he saw such a strong man stand mm-hmm. before him. And maybe he thought, if he's the son of God, he won't die. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why he marveled Interesting. that he was so soon. Do you, I was wondering like why he died. Do you think it was partly because he took on the whole sin of the world? That's why he died. I mean, obviously the no, Lord I think just he had released his, his spirit. He just I released too. it like the whole, his time. He released finished. his spirit. He knew that That's he true. We talked fulfilled. about that last week. Yeah. Never it mind. Was, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it was a release Process. of his spirit. As he mm. says in John 10, no one takes my life from me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I but I down. give it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gave it. And at the end, they hurt him as much as they could, but they couldn't take his life. Mm. He gave that's right. his And life. he said, it is finished. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm done now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Paid in full. That's Everything true. was part of the plan. Yeah. Ready to move on? Yes. <clears throat> okay. So day 80. Cheryl, would you please read Mark 16, 1 through 8? I would love to. <laughs> when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, Brought, bought spices so that they could go and anoint him. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb at sunrise. They were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb for us? Looking up, they noticed that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he told them. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. 
<laughs> he is not here. See the place where they put him? But go, tell his disciples and Peter, <laughs> he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you. Then they went out and ran from the tomb because trembling and astonishment overwhelmed them. And they said nothing to anyone since they were afraid. Mm. I love this. It's so mm -hmm. great. Yeah, just the way it's all phrased. Okay, so you want to mm. start at the beginning with what the women planned to do? Oh, well, obviously they were <clears throat> coming, they were bought the spices and they came to anoint him. But what I, I, I loved is these are the same women that were at the cross. And I was just thinking of the fact that they were so faithful and devoted to, like we were talking about with Joseph and Nicodemus, these other disciples that don't always get highlighted, but here they are and they got to be the first because they stayed close to him the whole time. They were around the entire time. They stuck so close. It's like Good point. they got a blessing, a special blessing by staying close to it's Jesus. It's either in Luke or John that it talks about how the disciples were like, um, the door was locked. They were hiding out in the upper oh, room yeah, and yeah, the yeah. door was closed yeah. and locked. I mean, they were afraid. Yeah. They mm -hmm. thought they've taken Jesus, now they're gonna come for they're us. Next. And there's a lot of fear. But yeah. these women, and like we said, Joseph mm. and um, Nicodemus, and now these women, mm. they're, they care, it's not that they're not afraid. Yeah. They care more about getting to Jesus. Yeah. And they couldn't That's get to him. Uh, before because it was a Sabbath and they oh, weren't right, allowed, right, yeah. they couldn't buy the spices they needed mm -hmm. because it was a, and these are special embalming spices. Right. These are not your everyday spices so that you cook with. So those have been costly too? Oh yes. Okay. And they wouldn't women. be yeah. ones that you would have just at home. Right, right, they right. They would be ones that you would have to go purchase. And so they hadn't been able to purchase them because of the mm -hmm. high holy days. And now it's the third day mm. and they want to get there as as early as possible. Yeah, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. They went and bought it. It's yeah. like run to they the store probably, and made it open. They probably <laughs> bought it at, you know, sometime after um, six o'clock because right. it had to get dark. Mm -hmm. it, you, the sun has to go down before it's considered over, uh, this, this, the, the, the Sabbath the is Sabbath. over, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So that's when they would have bought the spices, but they couldn't go at night. It's way too dangerous oh, for yeah. women. Mm -hmm. And so they had to wait, but they're going while it's still dark as early in the morning as possible. And they're Just together the too. Yes. Yeah. And they want, whether he's dead or alive, and they don't have any hope of living. Mm, right. They want to get, and I love that their greatest concern at this point is, mm -hmm. The rock, the, yeah, the what are stone. Are we going to roll the stone away? Isn't that funny yeah. how sometimes our preoccupation will be something that God's already dealt with? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I mean, we, we kind of hyper-focus on this, this, and they're hyper-focusing on the impediment to Jesus, mm. that they want that gone. But who rolls it away? God. No. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, whatever is that impediment to Jesus, God rolls it away. If you feel that there's an impediment between you and Jesus, let God roll it away. Like Amen. God move it. And I love that the stone is like, it's just, it's not an issue. It's yeah, rolled out of the way. Yeah. At mm. Gordon's Calvary in Jerusalem, and, and I know you've seen it, you can see like the ridge. Like a trough. The trough, you've seen mm -hmm. that too, where the oh, stone yeah, 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 would yeah. have rolled right, right, right. That, that it was held in. And so they used gravity to move it into place. So moving it out of place would have That's been right. twice as hard. That's right, and so those crazy. stones could weigh up to, to over a ton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And they're like, these women, like even if our combined strength, we can't move totally. this. Mm -hmm. I love that they still went though. Like, I mean, they had, like you were saying, yeah. like that urgency to faith. see Jesus, yeah. even if there was a new But you know, there's this sense. Good point. There's this sense by the Romans 
because they've sealed the tomb, that this stone will never be removed. Mm. Right. This stone will never be moved. This will be the tomb of Jesus and Jesus alone, and no one will ever move mm -hmm. this stone. They sealed well, it as well. As it, yeah. Well, yeah, and the there. priests were all freaked out about, like, you have to make sure it's sealed. That's and, right. Yeah, and one so. of the other Gospels talks about them having a um, squad of soldiers there yeah. guarding it. That's so right. there was even more blocking it. That's mm -hmm. true. So that would And when the women in. are there... Mm -hmm. The soldiers are already gone because mm -hmm. they got freaked out by the earthquake and the angel coming down and, and the, rolling the stone mm -hmm. away. And so when the ladies arrive, they see the stone is already rolled away mm. and then they enter the tomb. And mm. what do they see there? You know. Yes, they see, <laughs> they see a young man standing there in a white long robe. Yeah. They see an angel. And he knows he's an angel, but isn't it yeah. interesting that he looks like a young man? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, like fully vibrant, youthful, but... I was reading it, and I love this. It was in one of the commentaries. <laughs> it says that angels always have to say, Do don't not, be afraid. Don't yeah, be afraid. Yes. And there's something to that, either mm, their yeah. radiance or the glory of God upon them, that they have to say, I'm on a peace mission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in peace. You're okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I might be all that I am, but you're mm -hmm. safe. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think we don't recognize the glory of God in what it is. And mm. in this situation, they saw the glory of God in that angel and how much more we can see it through the person of Jesus. And you know, somebody else too, which I love this um, once said, now heaven touches earth. Mm -hmm. Now the angels, before they were up in the heavens giving the answer, you know, and the glory of the Lord's round about them at the advent of Jesus. And that's the first time we see heaven really opening mm. up and coming to earth, but now, um, heaven is interacting again with with women, yeah, and with people of the earth, telling them of the glory. Mm -hmm. And and you know, mm -hmm. it's here's something that we get to share with angels is praise to God. Yeah, mm. you know, we were studying um, Revelation chapter nineteen on um, Wednesday night, night, and just the eruption of praise mm -hmm. all over. And it's interesting because I noticed something that. As it, first, they're praising and there's all this praise and then the heavens are open and there's Jesus on the white charger. And I was thinking about how praise often opens our eyes to see the reality of Jesus. Mm. That's good. And see Jesus. It's as we praise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's as they praise God for all that he's done already that heaven opens and they see mm -hmm. Jesus and they're like, oh. And in this case, seeking Jesus, they yes. saw his glory. They saw his glory. Yeah. Yeah. If you seek right. me, you'll find me. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, another thought I had, what, I, what stood out to me here was what, from what he was saying to them. It's like, go to Galilee. It'll be just as he told you. Mm -hmm. He already I told them phrase. in Mark 14, I'm going to go to Galilee. But I was just thinking about that fact that, you know, they couldn't, the disciples couldn't see it. The circumstances indicated completely opposite what Jesus told them. And so they didn't have yet the eye of faith to see Jesus would be in Galilee. He told them all of this stuff already, mm -hmm. but they just didn't have the eye of but faith yet. But isn't that such a great lesson for us? Yes. Because when we can't see, follow his directions. Mm -hmm. Yes, follow just his follow words. his direction anyway. Even exactly. if you can't see how this is gonna work out or why this makes sense, follow his directions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And yeah. what exactly. I got out of that yeah. is he wants us to see him. That mm -hmm. is his heart. Mm -hmm. He's calling us to see him. Hmm. Yeah, was, so he will make a way, like Cheryl mm -hmm. was saying, there won't be an impediment. If we're pursuing mm -hmm. him, he will be found, mm -hmm. you know, so. What, what I saw too, I mean, obviously the special mention of Peter. I because love that Peter, part. Yeah, go, yes. ahead. go ahead. No, you. Well, it's just that, you know, Peter had denied him. Peter was probably yeah. under the most condemnation of yeah. any of the disciples. 
and there's a special mention that even the angels know Peter. Mm -hmm. The angels know about Peter, and it's like the angels like, you know, look, the Lord told us to please tell Peter. Right. You know, tell Peter, it's gonna be all right, Peter. He's doing this for you. He mm -hmm. knows. And for us, it's like yeah. we can't screw up so bad that Jesus doesn't have a place to welcome us back right. in. That he deliberately spoke out Peter's name separately to yes. say, I'm welcoming you that's back right. in. Yeah. There's nothing that can keep you from me. Yeah, no, that's so good. God is a God of reconciliation. He is. That's part of who he is. That's what he wants to do. Now, I love that. as women too, we tend to process, right? Mm -hmm. We process. And so it says that the women, they couldn't even speak. And I think they had to process it. Mm -hmm. But we know that Mary, she runs ahead and she finds... Right. Um, the disciples, right? Right. And Peter yeah. and John will come back to the tomb. Mm -hmm. And she kind of lags behind them. And I think that's when she has her... That they come, they see, they run back to the other disciples to say the, what the women said is true. Mm -hmm. It's empty. And right. Mary then lags behind and comes to the tomb um, after the, t the second. And that's when... The angels are still there, but that's when Jesus encounters her. Mm -hmm. So there's a wonderful way to harmonize. And is that the a gospel. different Mary then? So we've got these I two Marys. So many Marys. This is and no, so I then, believe Mary Magdalene came with the women first. Okay. And when she saw the angel in the tomb, she didn't stay for the whole thing. She went running back to tell the disciples immediately. These women, okay. they're going a little slower mm -hmm. and they're kind of like Mary and, and Solomon. Also, Matthew mentions that on the the women decided to go tell the disciples, and on the way, the Lord greeted them. But mm. I think this is later. I think they got together, they processed, yeah. they were kind of going through all this, they were afraid to talk, but then they realized, okay, we all saw this. Um, the angel told us to tell the disciples, let's go. I think that the, I think Mary went first. Mm -hmm. I think that then she had the encounter with Jesus, and. Um, why Why she, after this encounter, these women decide to go tell the disciples and that's when they meet Jesus. Mm. And Jesus says, don't be afraid. Hmm. So I think that's that good. it all harmonizes. There. Yeah. there is yeah. so <laughs> many. And I think each disciple highlighted a different part mm -hmm. of the story because it, you know, they want to get this gospel out. They need to keep it short because parchment was so expensive mm -hmm. and they need to keep it readable. Kind of like we're doing with the Philippians challenge. Mm -hmm. I told you we're keeping it so simple so everyone can do it like we do with the Mark challenge. Mm. There was so much more we could have put into mm -hmm. it and even more questions we could have asked. But the idea is we want it to get out to as many people mm -hmm. and that they can read it in as short a time as possible because I think someone said to read Mark from chapter one through 16 would take maybe an hour and a half at the most. Not yeah, much. Not much, that's mm -hmm. true, that's true. And so they wanna get this out. Mm -hmm. And again, this parchment is gonna be passed around because you can't, you know, in those days, duplication and all of that. Yeah, right. it was so no expensive. Print press. <laughs> Photocopy machine. So they're gonna yeah. keep it because they know that when it, it gets copied, mm -hmm. that person's not gonna have a lot of parchment too. So you don't have, um, you have each of them kind of saying, well, this is the part I'm gonna highlight. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, and then and John's John gonna talk gonna, about when I went yes, and saw it with Peter. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, when we see that perspective through the whole book of Mark, we see Mark's perspective on who Jesus was to him personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, a lot of people say because the relationship between Peter and Mark was mm -hmm. so close that yeah, this is Peter Peter's account mm -hmm. too, mm -hmm. that you know Peter is a great part in in this. Yeah. And yeah. It's so one of my takeaways from this was that the stone wasn't rolled away to let Jesus out. 
That's right. Yeah. But it was rolled away so that it, we could be let in yes. and see the truth that he wasn't there anymore. That's absolutely Because we so see true. like in another part, another one of the gospels, we see like he just didn't need even a door to be unlocked to walk mm. in and greet the disciples. Right. He could just That's walk right. through the walls and show That's up. so great. And so he could have just shown them, but they mm -hmm. needed to see right. the empty tomb. Yeah. And then again, um, it's interesting because the Gordon's tomb at one point had a Byzantine church over it. Hmm. So, mm. and it's got a Byzantine kind of cross. I mean, okay. a Byzantine arch over it that was later carved, and they believe that um, some of the Byzantines actually uh, worshipped there. Right. So, the Gordon's tomb sense. that you're speaking of is that the one that's connected on the same property with the, the garden um, tomb with the. Um, Golgotha. Well, you can, you can go uh -huh. see Golgotha yeah. from okay. the Garden Tomb. Right. Okay. Yeah, you can yeah. actually, well, actually, you've got like one of the hills mm -hmm. that you could, you could touch. There's like a, um, a lookout, yeah. actually, There's like a lookout. in mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. Garden yeah. Tomb. And so and that's, that's what you're speaking Gordon's of, Calvary, the Gordon's Tomb. Okay. He right. was excavating, and a mosque was there, and it fell. And as they were doing the cleanup, so mm -hmm. the story goes, they found underneath a temple to, I think it was Aphrodite, and they're like, when the Romans mm. built a temple like this, and because of the um, year it was built, they said, we usually see something, we, it's usually to desecrate a holy site. Mm. So they dug deeper and they found the tomb, they found mm. a wine press. Mm -hmm. The wine press that's there was the original wine press, okay. which was usually in a garden. And this mm -hmm. is referred not just to, as a tomb, but a garden tomb, mm -hmm. which would make a difference. There would be a wine press mm. in a garden tomb. And so all of that together. kind of comes really together to say, to mm -hmm. yeah, and it's outside of Damascus, outside mm -hmm. the Damascus Gate, outside, right. it's uh, at the intersection of two major roads. So, and it says near to the place where they, where he was crucified, there was a tomb. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're so close together. So all of those, I mean, yeah. you tend to think, you know, if you ever go to the, um, the tomb of the Holy Sepulchre, which is in mm -hmm. Jerusalem, mm -hmm. that place is, um, has had, uh, more murders, more mm. um, upheavals, yeah. and it's managed by Muslims. Mm -hmm. And it has been managed oh, by God. Muslims for over, um, I think it's 1,500 years. Mm, right. I mean, with it's maybe little... Uh, well, the Turks and I think that, that Yeah, I think the Templars had it for like a short time yeah. and managed mm. it. But for the most part, it's been owned and managed, not by even the Catholic yes. Church, but by... Mm -hmm. uh, the family, uh, the Jordanian family actually owns it. Hmm. Oh, wow. So it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Any other takeaways before we move on? Yes. Just, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, just just the fact, I don't know, that was just something that um, when I was reading and looking at some commentaries, I was like, oh yeah, that's true. Jesus' resurrection was unique. He raised a lot of people from the dead, but he came back in a glorified body never to die again. Mm -hmm. And everybody else, like Lazarus had to, I was thinking about that, I was like, kind of a bummer, Lazarus had to die again, and yeah. you know, the, the widow of Nain's son had to die again. So he wasn't you know, truly resurrected yeah, because he's exactly. not alive. They were brought back yeah. to life, Mm -hmm. in their same body, but Jesus' Jesus resurrection was unique. Yeah, yeah. and I want to talk about a little bit more of that um, the next day, but um, mm -hmm. one of my takeaways is just personally, sometimes my focus is on what I can't do. Mm. I focus so much on my limitations, like I can't move this stone away. Right. I can't yeah. move this stone away. And I think spiritually sometimes we focus on what we can't do yeah. instead of focusing on what God has done. Mm. And the Lord really spoke to me, don't focus on all the things you can't do. Like I can't change people. Mm -hmm. I can't change people's minds. I can't change their spirits. I can't even, I found that people who, um, 
they want to believe even lies about mm -hmm. me or about Brian or about this mm -hmm. church or about, I can't change their mind. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Yeah. Like you give them as much truth as you want. They don't want the truth. They do not want the truth. They want to believe the lie. They, that's their lie. They're going to hold on to it and they're going to proclaim it as truth even though it's a lie. I can't change that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sometimes I focus on what I can, can't change. And I believe the Lord is saying, Cheryl, focus on what I've done. I've rolled away the stone. I've saved your life. Mm. You know, I am living and alive and I'm coming again. You can focus on what I have done and what I'm going to do. And mm -hmm. that's what, and, and then focus on the um, job God gives me. Mm -hmm. What does he give me? Go tell everyone I'm risen. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't roll away a stone, but God already did it. And, but I, this is what I can do. Mm -hmm. Or in this case too, that act of worship, like coming yes. and putting the spices on him was an act of worship. Mm -hmm. And so the women were coming and worshiping him. And we can do that. We can love the Lord with all of our heart, mind, and soul. Right, totally. right. And sometimes though we make an impediment to worship where mm -hmm. God's already dealt with that mm -hmm. impediment to even mm -hmm. worship, you know? So encouraging, that is good word. Okay, all right. you got the long one. Last uh -oh. one, you get okay. to wrap it so up. So now, yes, the last part of chapter 16, verses nine through 20, here we go. Now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the 11 as they sat at a table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them in confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Amen. So I want to say, though, that most manuscripts... Um, the ancient manuscripts that they found do not contain verses 9 through 20. Mm -hmm. um, however, it's unlikely that Mark just ended at 8 where the women just saw the empty tomb mm -hmm. and were afraid. Right. Doesn't but, tell the whole story. Right. But what happened, uh, most people believe Mark was the first um, gospel Account. that was written. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would have been written on a scroll and it would have been passed from place to place before it was even copied. And this could be why Matthew's is so much like it because Matthew needed his own scroll to take or to give to the disciples that would also okay. be passed around. Mm -hmm. and, and so... Um, and then Luke was like, oh, it's so hard to get to Mark and Luke's, uh, Mark and Matthew's account. I'm going to just have it for a while. Um, I'm going to like um, interview all these people and then write an account that I can have and return it because it's like borrowed books. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have a couple books that are from 1771 and you can't find them again. Mm -hmm. And so like when I and learn the more them out, use, I'm like, they get yes, tattered. Yes. And in fact, 
I have two books that people need to return to me by <laughs> Vicki Finley. <clears throat> um, this is a message. I'm just saying. Yeah, just a little side note there. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so what happened probably is Marcus being passed around, and it's probably the oldest, that the end of it got torn off. Mm. Or, you know, because remember, they're unwrapping it and it starts from the end because, mm -hmm. you know, and so as they're mm. unwrapping it, it would, would have gotten torn off, you know, somebody tore it off or it just would have like, you know, deteriorated because that's what happened with scrolls. And like we were saying, there was no codex, which would be what we would call a book okay. until um, the first century. Mm -hmm. So you don't have it. Um, and some even say it wasn't codified till the second century, but you don't have it and in a book form, which makes it more vulnerable. Mm -hmm, yeah. So one of the copyists are, you know, knowing that there should have been an ending to Mark, you're like, oh no, it might've even been the guy that like, it tore off my right. watch, dragged. My dog ate Okay, it. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just fill Summarize. in one. Mm -hmm. You know, and my copy also. And so what you have is a summary <clears throat> of the other gospels, which means by the time they wrote this ending, Acts had probably writ been written as well as Luke because he is talking about what only Emmaus. Luke records, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, Cleopas and the other yeah, the disciple on the road to Emmaus. And about the deadly snakes probably has to do with Paul's mm -hmm. uh, thing in mm -hmm. uh, Malta. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what you see is by this, there's probably, this ending was probably added sometime after Paul's arrest. Mm. this ending and so probably it got torn off or whatever earlier but it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't make the gospels that we have any less valid mm -hmm. it doesn't make this mm. gospel any less powerful or potent mm -hmm. yeah. what they did is they tried to just okay we know this happened and mm -hmm. they were probably eyewitnesses they were probably they're very close mm -hmm. to when all this happened right. and so they're filling that in and I thought Angie made an important point. We were t discussing this beforehand about how th this was cited by first century Christians That's right. repeatedly. Mm -hmm. That's so right. it wasn't, these all these people, like you said, they were eyewitnesses, they knew it was familiar. It wasn't like this came in 400 years later, somebody threw exactly. it in there. It would have been, And I think yeah. it's important because when you get to, um, well, I actually had a liberal um, New Testament professor my freshman year of college. Mm. And so I, did, did I. You, yeah. Yeah, um, I he was <laughs> saying that, about. I mean, he was like just saying you can't trust um, a lot of the scriptures mm. because they just added to it and they embellished it. No, um, no. And there's also this thing called bios that a lot of people are really into that says, oh, well, you know, all of them, it was really in on those times, Roman biographies would always embellish mm -hmm. uh, to make, you know, their gods or their heroes. And so Alexander the Great, you have his story coming 200 years after he lived. And there's all these embellishments. Like mm. Supposedly there was a snake between um, mm. his father and mother on the night he was conceived. And that's why um, Alexander was so great and uh, some oracle announced that he would be great. All these things came 200 years mm. later. But it's important to remember too that Mark, this gospel was completed. Mm -hmm. Even this part mm -hmm. added before uh, the beginning of the first century. And, so you've got that. Go I mean, and another thing too, when you're talking about embellishing, like nobody would write about their flaws. No, nobody exactly. would write That's about right. how the disciples were so dumb. You know, no, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, sorry guys, I know you're in heaven, but and, really, and really, also the reason have written about bios that. doesn't work as a as a genre. The gospel itself is its own genre. The gospel mm -hmm. is unique to everything. It's its own genre, and anything that you're looking for, 
these are Jewish men who wrote this, with the exception of Luke, mm -hmm. who's mm -hmm. been under the influence of Paul and yeah, a traveler a with Paul. So he's not, they're not going to take the Roman way of writing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, they're not yeah. going to write bios like that. Right, right. So one is how close it is to the life of Jesus, because all these people could say, liar, you mm -hmm. know, they could bring out yeah. the truth. Anyone secondly, yeah. secondly, this is not, a Jewish uh, leaders never did bios. They didn't do that kind of thing. They were very, they were sticklers. And these are Jews. And mm -hmm. when you're dealing with the book of truth, mm -hmm. you want to stay true. And I'll just add this. When I wrote my book, When a Woman Let's Go of the Lies, my editor embellished one of my stories. Mm. And I wrote her and I said, no, you can't do it. She's like, oh, but it makes it sound so much better. And I said, oh. this is a book that is encouraging women to seek the truth about themselves in Christ, yeah. to know how much Jesus loves them. And we cannot stick lies or embellishment yes. on a book oh, that man. is purporting women to walk in the truth, that is saying women walk in the truth. We yeah. can't have embellishment. And mm. she's like, oh, I see what you mean. But that's like, if this, if because they're handling truth, mm -hmm. And because it's mm -hmm. claiming to be truth, they can't allow for embellishment. Mm -hmm. So there's this whole thing. There's a great book by a man named Pennington. Um, and I, it's, it's about the Gospels, and it's just so good. But uh, the reason I say this is because there are many people who have been stumbled in their faith. Okay. Because they'll hear like, oh, mm. those last verses, they're not contained in most of the manuscripts. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, Bart Ehrman, or, you mm -hmm. know, some... Uh, Neo-atheist who mm -hmm. is very aggressive, uh, Christopher Hitchens. This is something oh, geez, that he would use. Right. And so you need to know, you need to know and be prepared. Mm -hmm. I was blindsided by these arguments mm -hmm. when I my freshman year, but I knew, I knew there had to be an answer. I, I, I trusted the Lord, and I knew there had to be an answer. Mm -hmm. And so I sought out those who could give That's me good. an answer. I sought out scholars and scholarly material. Mm -hmm. I remember calling my dad, and you know, my dad's way of answering this is he sent me um, all of Francis Schaeffer's books. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I love was in college, Schaefer, like, yeah. this will like, help read you. This. And it did, I mean, but not about this issue. Yeah, but then, other stuff. Yeah. Um, but then he put me in um, touch with somebody who was an apologist mm -hmm. who helped me through this, uh -huh. which was really amazing. But That's I don't good. want women out there to be like, what? Right. You know, oh, yeah. added. Yeah, yeah. Right. there is, you know, anything like this, any, there's a good explanation. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that God is God, then he'll handle the, the things, you know, but again, right. I mean, what we have is so magnificent. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And all the things that are here line up with everything That's Jesus right. taught in the whole book of That's Mark right. or coincide with what's taught in the book of Matthew. Yeah. That's right. Like yeah. this whole thing, like we're looking at here, is about unbelief, where he's right. calling out the unbelief. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's something that he touched on the entire book of Mark. That's that right. He's always checking our hearts. Mm. Like we need to believe, we need to have faith, and we need to check our hearts that that's they're right. not becoming hardened. That's right. And so here we see Mary. She mm -hmm. was the first one. She was the first eyewitness, but yeah. she still didn't believe at first. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's another good... Well, she believed once she saw right. mm -hmm. Jesus, mm -hmm. but she didn't believe... I mean, the angels were were not satisfied. You know, uh -huh. it's so funny because I think of all the people that went to see phenomena. And you know, um, there's a scripture in Corinthians where Paul says, you seek proof of, of Christ uh, toward you, but I tell you, Christ is great in you. Mm -hmm. And I think so many of us are, are seeking proof sometimes outside. Right. Yeah. Like we want a miracle. Yeah. And it's, mm -hmm. it, a miracle is not what we need. 
We need the witness of the Holy Spirit living in us. Mm -hmm. And so I love Mary because she wasn't satisfied when she met the angels. That was Mm -hmm. not enough. She's still like, no, I want the body. I I want to touch and be with Jesus. And I think sometimes we have to not let anything satisfy us Mm. until we're with Jesus. Like not a a rousing worship song, not Mm -hmm. an experience like I was shaking, um, but an encounter with Jesus himself to hear his word. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's all about relationship, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. You know, the Bible is, is not the end in itself. I know many people who know the Bible backwards and forwards, but they don't have a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And unless you have a relationship with Jesus, the word will not profit you. Like it says in Hebrews, that the word did not profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith. Yeah, unless you believe it, unless you receive the Lord mm-hmm. and have a relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. it's not going to do Jasmine. any good. No, and, and, and signs are, are meant to accompany and affirm the gospel. The right. gospel is the That's primary right. thing, the signs follow. That's and right. I was actually, I was reminded when it was talking about, you know, speaking in new tongues and stuff like that, it actually reminded me of a friend of mine. This is kind of interesting. Um, my friend Amy, she was at the Bible College, but we had a teaching site at, in Malta. Right. She was on that, at that campus. And she befriended a girl. There was a gal there from Croatia or Serbia or something. I can't remember where she was from. But uh, she befriended her and had shared the Lord with her. Um, you know, and the girl, she spoke some English, but you know, like anyways. So they had connected and whatever. And so Amy goes back home, you know, and they um, FaceTimed each other. And the gal, um, you know, was talking, going through a really hard time. And Amy's like, well, can I pray for you? And she's like, okay. And so Amy just, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to pray in English. And the girl's like, no, that's okay, that's fine. So Amy prays and she's just praying scripture, like that the Lord would reveal himself to her, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, she says, amen. And the girl's looking at her like, when did you learn Croatian? She's like, I, I don't speak Croatian. What are you talking about? She's like, you just prayed in Croatian. No way. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No like way. she heard it in her language, all this stuff about how amazing God, I mean, it was just like, wow. it was meant to validate the gospel right. that had already wow. been proclaimed to wow. her. So it wasn't like the sign for the sake of the sign. Right. It was wow. for that purpose. And, and that's so good. And it's so cool. Gospel. It was just yeah. like validate like, yes. oh, this is true. God really wants a relationship with me. That's mm-hmm. Like amazing. you were saying, relationship. Mm-hmm. It's and relationship. And so your friend Amy did what she could. She prayed, yeah. even yeah. though she was praying in she, English sorry. and God took over. Yeah, I love it. Really amazing. So Again, the, um, the impediment mm-hmm. of the stone yes, was not it there. it was removed. It yeah, was removed. Yeah. So I just, I love that. Because, yeah, again, it is, it's about, like you were saying, it's about the gospel, it's about mm-hmm. the relationship, and the signs are there to just help, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. affirm, mm-hmm. confirm yeah. that. Okay, so. any other takeaways from this day? Um, yeah, one that really hit me is, um, and I was really convicted, that we are to believe the testimony of trustworthy witnesses concerning their encounters with Jesus. Mm. And I was thinking sometimes I've heard some pretty outlandish stories, you know, like maybe that one, and you're kind of like, hmm, (laughs) hmm. And the Lord said, Cheryl, believe. Mm. And he rebuked them for their unbelief. They Mm should have listened to Mary. They should have listened to Cleopas and the other disciple. Um, and Thomas should have listened to the 11. He mm-hmm. knew these without men. seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about, you know, this Bible is that witness. Right. And we should believe it because these men had a personal encounter with Jesus. And as, mm-hmm. as we believe the t- their testimony, mm-hmm. we have a personal encounter with Jesus too. Mm-hmm. So that was my takeaway. No, I love that. That's so true. And they were so transformed. That was something mm-hmm. that you see. I, I think I, you know, we've touched on this yes. throughout the study. Just 
you, when you compare before and after, how yeah. Peter was before and how he was in Acts, it's like, yeah. wow, there was you know, a real thing happened here. That's so interesting because I was just thinking this morning how people don't change without Jesus. Yeah, But Jesus true. transforms. And, and that's like, you know, people go to AA and um, I remember um, working uh, with a young girl who was in rehab and she wanted to take the non-Christian track uh, mm -hmm. to be over her drug addiction. And the woman looked at her because they said, our Christian track, we have a 96% mm, success uh, rate. Oh, wow. <laughs> and our non-Christian, we're really good. We're, we're above the others. It's 60%. Interesting. And so the difference with the Lord, yeah. you know, well, was huge. Well, there's that huge. difference between us trying to reform ourselves. That's right. And exactly. then it becomes moralism where we're trying to be good yeah. enough to reach to Christ instead of Him transforming us from the inside yeah. out. But the yeah. resurrection so was so transforming that they all believed. Mm -hmm. I mean, the resurrection was just yeah. huge. I mean, huge. Mm -hmm. And to see Jesus glorified just... But also, too, I... Because, I mean, like, I'm reading Revelation right now, and I'm like, so what am I going to look like? You know, like, yeah. when I come back, with, with <laughs> what, what am I going to look like? And we tend to think of ourselves floating around in these robes. <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't think that's what Jesus looked like. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Cleopas and the other disciple thought he was just like a man who just was walking guy. with him. Yeah. Well, and he yeah. says here that he, he revealed himself in another form. So yes, that's different. Jesus yes. could just be whatever. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, but you know, obviously, I mean, human. Yes, yeah, right. not, not like look the same both yes. times. That's interesting. Yes. And I just think that, like, how incredible that, um, you know, as Paul says, we do not know what we shall be, but mm -hmm. we know this that we will be changed in a twinkling mm -hmm. of an eye, that this corruption will put on incorruption, this mortal will put on immortality. Mm -hmm. And all Hope I know is for. it's going to be better mm -hmm. and it's going to be eternal. Mm -hmm. But there is a, a human form to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is a human form. So I don't know. I think we're just going to, in some ways, be so much like we are. I mean, there's eating. Right. We know that. We will, you know? Be, yep. we will know and be known. Yes. So there will be some recognizable yes. point, yeah. attribute. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or either that or our brains are just so amazing. I know. Your dad always said that he would have a full head of hair. Yes, and he would yes. be his 30-year-old self. He would. He did. All right. Well, he we did. are almost out of time, and I want to get to this last thing. So, oh, yes, yes. Uh, we have some ladies that wrote in to us, so we want to read the takeaways from some mm -hmm. ladies that wrote in that mm -hmm. have been doing this Mark Challenge, and then we have some takeaways we want to share. Yes, Jasmine, right? I know. I thought yeah. we'd start with these, and then if we have time to I share some of our takeaways. Yeah. Sounds good. Do you want me to just read all three of them that I have? Uh, here? Let's, let's just, just highlight. Rotate. Just yeah. hi rotate. Okay, okay. Well, the first one here that I have is from Edith. And she said, thank you so much for this beautiful Bible study. Personally, it has been of so much help. It has kept me motivated to study and dig deeper into the Word of God, especially in the midst of all the chaos and deception oh, around so us. With past studies, I always struggled to keep up. And many times I was so behind, it saddened me and I felt guilty that I was not spending enough time in the Word but due to long work hours, which made me physically tired. But yeah. I started, yeah, I know a lot of us feel that way. I started the Mark Challenge on my 101st day of physical distance, laid off work, empty nested, only my work at home husband to care. Mm -hmm. Finally, I had all the time to do the study and it was the most fulfilling sense of my personal time with God that I've had in a long time. I love to hear your takeaways and extra nuggets you shared. Every day I used my takeaways as a prayer of thanksgiving for what I possess and <sighs> so relate good. to. Also, it became a petition or supplication if I was lacking or missing or not living the point of the text. Wow. That's good. So the takeaway so is the application for the day. What yeah, I'm going to walk yeah, the into my day the with. End. Yeah, good. that's so great. That she just 
kind of imbibed that. That's cool. So Rachel, and I love this, she her favorite thing was don't be afraid, just believe from Mark 536. Mm. And I love that. I mean that story of um, Jerry's father who's so afraid mm. and doesn't know what the future holds and he's told that his daughter's dead, there's no hope. It's and impossible. Jesus turns to him. Mm. And that Jesus walks with him the whole time and doesn't desert mm. him. That you know, so good. don't be afraid, just believe. And she said, this is her new life verse to hold tightly to. So I, I see with Edith, it's like this has been a life source and she was able to do it and be able mm -hmm. to study every day. And I, and not, mm -hmm. it didn't take, you know, away from her time. And then I see with, with Rachel, it was actually that here's something that God sustained her with. Mm -hmm. So I love that. A I love, word. you know, all that, so yeah. Good. Excellent. Okay, I have a letter from Linda. She said she was diagnosed with breast cancer at the beginning of our study of Mark. Oh, wow. And just last week she had uh, a mastectomy. And mm. she said the words of Jesus through Mark have ministered to my soul. Every discussion in God's word encourages me, strengthened my path and reminded me how much God loves me mm. and that he's always near. She said she experienced three miracles in July that she was humbled by. And in addition to the study of Mark, her sisters came alongside and ministered to her. But she said her favorite verse was on day 56, Mark 11, one through three, where Jesus said he had need of a donkey to bless us. And sometimes she says, we're called down this path of suffering because the Lord has need of it. And there's a blessing he wants to give us out of it. Mm, he chose a so humble, good. hard path because we had need of salvation. And for her, the breast cancer has been a path she never would have chosen for herself, yet through it she's realizing that God has chosen something bigger. She said she's experiencing God's presence in a fresh new way and his wisdom has caused her to lean in closer. And um, then just this week, Monday or Tuesday, she wrote to me again and she said that she got the results of the biopsy from her surgery last week and the margins around the tumor were negative. So Yay. huge praise report. She did, she did have a lymph node biopsy that revealed microscopic tumor cells. And so that's gonna mean more testing mm -hmm. and an unknown. And so what she said with this is that Jesus reminded her immediately that even though this is an unknown, that he is all knowing and he can be trusted. Wow. And it made her think about Mark on day seven, how Jesus amazed people with his authority, that mm. he has full authority over her healing and he's the author and the finisher of her faith. And we can't forget that. Wow. What's, so what's, her name is Linda. Could we pray for her? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Lord, we lift up Linda mm -hmm. right now and we thank you that you love her and we thank you for how she's seeking you in all of this and how she's finding you. And we thank you for all the lessons, Lord. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we would pray personally for her healing, Lord, yes. mm -hmm. that you would um, cleanse her lymph nodes, Lord. You've given so many wonderful miracles. We pray for more, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we pray that she might be able to shout her testimony from the rooftops. And we thank you because she has such an incredible gift of communicating mm -hmm. what you're doing and how you've spoken to her. So Lord, we pray for our sister that you would bless her and bring healing in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Wow. A lot of beautiful depth came out of her suffering mm -hmm. for sure. You see mm -hmm. that there. A lot of wisdom. That's man. Um, me? Yeah. All right. Uh, Margaret uh, said, she had a couple things. 
I just, maybe I should summarize. I'll just read straight through. This is just my thought. Okay. Uh, the thing that excited me most about the Mark Challenge was the fact that it was three intelligent women. Oh, wow. Wow. Who let, maybe I shouldn't have read that part and I feel awkward. Who loved Jesus talking about Jesus in the Bible. It wasn't hyped or emo. It wasn't intellectualized. <laughs> just being real and genuine, sharing what they got from simply opening their hearts and Bibles and letting the Lord speak. This got me excited because I saw the potential for this to encourage and show other ladies how to talk and share about what they were seeing in their Bible reading. Uh, due to the simplicity of the questions. I think that's come up repeatedly, right? Mm -hmm. It gave room for thought and creativity to meditate. I think often women hear amazing nuggets and treasures from the Lord, but they're scared or ashamed to speak about them because they aren't a leader or they're not in Bible college and they disqualify themselves. Um, so as women, we love to talk. Why shouldn't it be more about Jesus and the Bible? Also, she I said, uh, the mm -hmm. thing that blessed me most uh, was the discussion format, it inspired me to see uh, again, kind of the same thing. Women who love to read the Bible receive from the Lord and share those treasures with each other. And it stirred me to get in the word in a deeper way. And it gave me courage to share my treasures uh, with friends as I had the opportunity. And then she uh, mentioned Malachi 3.16 where it says, those who feared yes. the Lord talked with each other and the Lord listened and heard and a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared mm -hmm. the Lord and honored his name. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's kind of the goal is yeah. like, you know, to keep it like simple so that people can share and have the freedom and the openness to mm -hmm. share all their little nuggets. So, mm -hmm. And we want to encourage you too, that you don't have to be a Bible teacher or professor or have yes, gone to Bible college yeah. to be able to study this. And we want to tell you, we're going to be doing the book of Philippians next. We're going to do it in a little booklet just like this, and we're going to call it the Philippians challenge. <laughs> so just like mm -hmm. the Mark challenge, we're going to go through the whole book of Philippians, and that's going to start October 2nd. We're going to do an eight-week study, and we want you to join us, but just like what Margaret was saying, we want you to do this with another friend. Grab a friend or grab mm. a group of friends. Meet in your home, meet in a park, and go through it together. But even if you don't have any friends and it's just you, that's okay too. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Some of you are yes. like, oh, that's okay. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. And you know what? Also in this Mark challenge, I mean in this Philippians challenge, um, the most verses ever on any given day mm -hmm. would be four verses. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it's just one verse. Very doable, it doesn't right? take over five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're showing you, you can do this mm -hmm. and you can talk about mm -hmm. it. Just like, you know, we exactly. can talk about it. Yeah. And none of us have like, um, well, I'm getting a master's, but none yeah. of us have theological degrees. I don't yeah, even have a college degree. Yeah. Yeah. So Mine's in history. Are. That's yeah. not even related. And you know, yeah. it, has, it has nothing to do, our love and our knowledge. Um, a lot of what I've done too is I've used the CSB and read the, the side notes. And mm -hmm. I love using yeah, the side notes. notes. Or just, so yeah. get a study Bible. If you feel like a little intimidated, get a study Bible. Mm -hmm. You will love it. Mm -hmm. And um, again, what we're doing, we're using the New King James mainly, but you can do it with any translation of the mm -hmm, Bible mm -hmm. and understand and, and follow the mm -hmm. um, format. Yeah, love it. Yeah, exactly. Great. Who's next? Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh, I am. Okay, yes. so um, this is from Kim, and uh, she joined uh, the women's study here in um, February, um, oh, but man. she's blind. So she loved wow. being in the group, and she hadn't been able to go to church for 20 years. Mm. And she was just so excited to finally be able to go to a group and, oh, you know, man. study and watch. But she was able to do Mark. Mm -hmm. And her favorite passage was from John 8, where Jesus healed the blind man mm -hmm. because she's blind. Oh, and wow. she just, you know, uh, the Lord gave her courage to have cataract surgery. This was in 2012. But it might have led to her total blindness. Wow. But... Um, 
this, uh, this passage is, um, was just such a blessing. She also has uh, diabetes, mm -hmm. but she's so thankful that we're here for this time mm -hmm. when the world is so changing that there's stability in the Word of God. Yes. And mm -hmm. when we talk about the Word, here's the stability. It's in God's Word. Man, that's such a great point. Very yeah. good. Yeah, okay, sweet. I have one to share from Pat. She said that the thing that ministered to her most was that verse where Jesus said, these things must happen. Oh, yes. And there's yes. the part where, you know, there's um, rumors of wars and don't be troubled for these things must happen, but the end is not yet. And she says, Jesus has come to do a work in our hearts first and foremost. Changing our circumstances is secondary. And then the, the miracle of Jesus feeding the thousands without any other resources in that deserted place. She loved that. And then she also loved Peter. She said, I don't know what Peter's mindset was on the Mount of Transfiguration, suggesting to build booths. Perhaps he was thinking the booths would be a place to meet the Messiah and these <laughs> great men of faith. Peter would soon discover the kingdom of God was not within, um, is within, not without. Mm. The reason I say this is because I wanna live in a world uh, that is pleasant and kind and happy and strive for what is good, but that's not a reality. I can't make this world into a place like that. Mm. This world is not headed in that direction, but within me where Jesus dwells is where I have pleasant, kind and happy world. That's so that's good. That's so good. I love and that. it can spill over into the world around mm. me. Mm, so good. But it won't change where the world is headed. That is a good thing to hold on to, right? Wow, so good. And then she says, it's in life struggles that I look for help beyond myself and beyond the world around me for answers. It's in the deserted place where Jesus is better able to manifest himself to me. And he, um, he did when he fed the 5,000. It's here where I become aware of him and his presence and where I hear him say, take heed, such things must happen. Mm -hmm. Trust me, have faith in me, I'm the bread of life. May I learn each day to stop striving with politics, riots, social justice, masks, the virus, restrictions, and teachings and public school and the exposure of evil and sick mm. and living that enters my grandchildren's world and mm. instead say, Lord, this is a deserted place I'm in. I need you. Mm. So good. Thank you, Pat. Wow, that was that so could be a devotional. Yeah, she summed that up. I know, totally. Pat, so you might good. want to consider writing a devotional. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Maybe from Philippians. Yeah. Yeah. Join us and just your thoughts each day would be so good. Oh, that's great. I love so it. So encouraging. I love it. I have one more. Okay. Here. Um, from, I don't know if it's Lelina or Leilina. Um, so I apologize if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, she said she was asked to lead a Bible study shortly after the shutdown uh, by some women in her neighborhood. And the Lord led her to go through the Mark Challenge with them. I was like, wow, that's so, so cool. cool. That's kind of the, yeah, yeah. that's mm -hmm. what we'd love to hear. Yeah. So, uh, downloading the question. Okay, yeah, anyways, moving on, blah, blah, blah. The ladies and I have learned so much, um, so blessed by the new format of discussion, Bible studies, sharing our answers, and she got a lot from the different perspectives and what the Lord showed um, us even each week. We follow the same format um, at our Bible study Tuesday mornings. So she's in two Bible studies doing this. Um, wow. We've encouraged each other with God's word in the heart of Jesus. Each one of us has had the word planted in our hearts through this study. I can't wait to see how the Lord uses the women of our study to bless, glorify, and please him. I've come to have a better understanding of Jesus through this study. That's my biggest takeaway. Mm. I've gotten closer to the heart of Jesus and I've gotten to know him so much more. That sums it up. That's that's yeah. the point. That's the goal. One of the <laughs> things with Philippians too is we're gonna have this available for those who would prefer a little booklet. 
or yeah. it's still going to be downloadable. Yes, because right? they did a download. Yeah. You can do either way. I, yeah. I prefer this. I yeah. started with the download, and then Angie found she had one. I was like, yes. And uh, <laughs> these will be about $5. Yep. But it's so worth it. And I'm going to buy a couple for friends to invite yeah. them in. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. that Give could be away. something you know that you might. So this is from Becky, and I love this. Uh, so she, she said in the intro, one of you said, get so inspired by the word that you want to talk about it. And she said that's exactly what she needed. Mm. And she'd been a believer for a long time, but she had found herself just kind of stagnant and going through the motions. Don't mm -hmm. we all? Don't we all? Yeah. Becky, no condemnation here. We've all <laughs> right. been through that. Yep. But she said that the Mark study has stirred up inspiration for her, and she thanks the Lord for it. Mm. And then um, she said, God's word recenters us in crazy times, and this Mark study could not have been more timely. Mm. Isn't that so good? That's wonderful. I mean, like, Very such a blessing. I chose the shortest ones. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> I know. I had a long one. So, long long one. so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just about out of time. Oh, yes. I know we, we haven't Whoops. had a chance to share our takeaways. Did you want to share something nope. before we? I'm fine. No. I'm fine. But okay. you know what? Can I say? Like, yeah. All of the books, because I was going to go with one, and I was like, no. And oh, my I had son, too many. My son, Char, is teaching the Gospel of Mark right now, hmm. and he's got, like, some of the best studies, and he's calling me, and I'm current on it from doing this, but he called me, and he's like, Mom, I mean, he gets so filled up that he just mm. wants to tell somebody. Mm, and I if he it. can't get in touch with Brian, he calls me, and I'm, <laughs> so, I'm like, let Brian be busy. Let Brian be busy. <laughs> you want to hear it. I yeah. want to hear it. And so he was just talking about how none of the disciples understood the parables. None mm -hmm. of them. Uh, and none of the people they was telling really got it. But one person did, and it was a woman. Mm -hmm. And it was a Gentile woman, this Syrophoenician woman, mm -hmm. understood his parable about the little it dogs. is not good yeah. to give the food, you know, to take the food away from the children and give it to the dogs. Huh. And she answered back in the parable and in parable form. And he marvels because she gets it. Mm -hmm. Not only does this woman have faith, but because she has faith, because she won't stop pursuing Jesus, she has understanding. She Wonderful. gets Excellent. it. And so I think that's a great way. Women, you pursue Jesus. Mm -hmm. You get understanding. You have faith. You'll get understanding. Mm -hmm. And you will get the request, you know, because you'll be praying in alignment with his will. Isn't that awesome? Amen. Dude, that summed it up. Yes. I don't anything else. Oh, well, we're so thankful that we got to study through yep. the book of Mark with you. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we really look forward to studying through Philippians yes. with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're still launching all of our website stuff and pulling all of our details together, but hopefully by next week it'll be up. And then by the last week of September, the book will be, the little booklet that we're making will be available for purchase or you can download it for free. So all of that will be available the last week of September. And then we will start the study jumping straight into the first six days on October 2nd, mm -hmm. Friday, October 2nd. So mark your calendar and then mm -hmm. it's gonna go for eight consecutive weeks. Friday's at 10:15, And then we're also gonna do something else right before that. We're just going back to the foundations, God's word and prayer. And so we're gonna have a time of prayer at 9.30 a.m. on the same site where you found us. And we're gonna have like intercessory prayer. We're gonna have it where it's interactive, where you can write in your prayer request. Mm. And there's gonna be ladies up here that will pray for your specific needs. So we have prayer at 9.30 and we're gonna have the word at 10.15. So join us on October 2nd. And again, thank you so much for being with us. And if you're thinking about and wanting the book, could you let us know so 
we'll know how many to print. Oh yeah, yeah. So we don't have a huge overage. That would yes. like just be such a blessing. Just like, would you get that book? I want eighty six. Just let us know. Yes, yeah, so that <laughs> we'll print you eighty six. Yeah. We will. That will be on our website in one week. We'll have. A, it's going to be called a pre registration, but that's how we know how many of these copies to print. Because yeah. we want to be good stewards. We don't want to print a bunch and then have them sit around. Exactly. We only want to print what we need and what you need. So that's let right. us know. That's yeah, right. That's Did you want to close this? I would love to. Lord, thank you for the women that have read through Mark, who mm. have encountered you in Mark chapter after chapter, day after day. Lord, thank you that you are a God who meets with each of us. Mm -hmm. Lord, that you are a God that longs so desperately for relationship, Lord. And when mankind was lost, you are the God that became a man to ransom and save humanity, even at the cost of suffering and rejection and bearing our sin. Lord, how can we thank you enough, Lord? But I think of David saying, I'll take the cup of salvation. I'll receive everything you've done for me. And I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will proclaim you are my God. I will make you my God, my Savior, my friend, my master, my King. And so, Lord, we pray that as we close off this study, Lord, we would not lose one iota of what you've shown us or the treasures that you have given us, Lord. But we, like Mary, would hold on tight to them and ponder them over and over again in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you for this time and every woman that's been able to join mm -hmm. us. Lord, show her how you want to use her, Lord. Mm -hmm. Show her, Lord, um, keep her focus from the stone and put her focus on what you have done and how you want to use her to proclaim the risen Christ in Jesus' name. Amen.